The bill introduced in the Indiana House of Representatives seeks to limit the use of firefighting foam that contains a potentially toxic chemical. House Bill 1189 would prohibit the use of firefighting foams containing PFAS chemicals during training unless the training facility can prevent the release of the chemical into the environment. The foams, known as aqueous film-forming foams, are used to put out fires caused by flammable liquids like gasoline, oils, and solvents. It's used in hangars, like in this exercise at Ellsworth Air Force Base in North Dakota. The foam falls from chutes installed above the hangar to douse aircraft and anything around it. The foam quickly fills up the hangar, stopping the spread of any potential fire. But that isn't the only way it's used. The foam is also used directly by firefighters through their hoses, putting them in contact with the foam. The foam can also get into the soil and water. Many aqueous film-forming foams contain PFAS, a group of man-made chemicals linked to a series of adverse health conditions like liver damage, pregnancy-induced hypertension, lowered birth weight, and an increased risk of developing certain types of cancer. The bill, introduced by Representative Peggy Mayfield, has bipartisan support in both the Indiana House and Senate, and also has the support of several firefighting organizations. This is Mike Whitehead, Vice President of the Professional Firefighters Union of Indiana. We rise in support of this. Uh, I want to thank Representative Mayfield for bringing this forward. Firefighting is inherently a dangerous job, and if we can do anything to minimize some of, some of the health risks for not only firefighters but the public, we, uh, we support that. AFFF foam, PFAST is, we do need that to suppress some of these fires, and, but technology is coming forward. Some of the things that, that it does, we're learning more about it, so um, we do support uh, only using it for the intended purposes and getting the information out not to train with it. The bill is also supported by the Indiana Fire Chiefs Association and the Indiana Volunteer Firefighters Association. This is Representative Peggy Mayfield. This is a common sense approach to minimizing the dangers while still providing fire protection. Not only would the bill protect the health of firefighters, it would also eliminate one source of PFAS contamination. This is Dr. Indra Frank, Director of Environmental Health and Water Policy for the Hoosier Environmental Council. When PFAS foam is used outdoors for, for firefighting, it can get into soil, contaminate soil, or soak into the ground and contaminate groundwater. Mm -hmm. So it's a good thing to get rid of this, uh, this one use of, of PFAS foams. PFAS chemicals have been used since the 1940s as coatings on consumer products to make them grease, water, and fireproof. The U.S. military began using PFAS-based aqueous film-forming foam to fight petroleum-based fires in the 1970s. The foam eventually made its way to civilian firefighters. Part of the problem with PFAS chemicals is that they are persistent, meaning they endure in the environment for a long time after they are used. They don't break down in soil or due to sunlight or weather. They don't break down when they get into water. And it turns out our bodies and the bodies of animals also have trouble breaking down these compounds. What that means is that they can wind up getting into food chains and accumulating in the body. In 2016, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency set a drinking water health advisory of 70 parts per trillion for PFOS and PFOA, two of the more than 5,000 known PFAS chemicals. 
The health advisory is meant to be informational but non-enforceable, meaning the federal government says levels for PFOS and PFOA beyond 70 parts per trillion could be unsafe, but the federal government will not force water providers to adhere to that level. Using that advisory, Michigan state officials completed the first statewide test of drinking water sources and detected 78 sites with PFOA PFOS levels exceeding the drinking water health advisory. The state is working on creating enforceable limits for seven PFAS chemicals in drinking water and has sued several companies for cleanup and damages for contaminating state drinking water. It's unclear how much PFAS contamination is present in Indiana. Federal testing found that PFAS firefighting foam was used in several current and former military facilities in the state, including Naval Support Activity Crane and the former Grissom Air Force Base. Testing determined that traces of the chemicals were still found on those sites years after they were last used but it's unclear whether any areas under state control are contaminated with PFAS chemicals. The state has not tested for PFAS in any major capacity. The Indiana Department of Environmental Management has said it would enforce maximum contaminant levels for PFAS chemicals as soon as they're set by the federal government. The EPA is taking steps to regulate PFOA and PFAS and is seeking input on monitoring requirements and regulatory approaches, including setting a federal enforceable maximum contaminant level for the chemicals. Dr. Frank says HB 1189 is a good first step for Indiana's lawmakers to protect the health of Hoosiers. She said the bill has had a positive side effect. Actually, one of the effects of this bill being introduced is that it has started conversations about these chemicals at the State House, and a number of our legislators have expressed interest in studying the issue further, looking at where PFAS is in Indiana, what hazards it might pose, and whether there are good substitutes. So several of our legislators have committed to asking for an interim study committee this summer to look further at it. The bill passed the House and Senate unanimously. The bill has been returned to the House and will be presented to the governor for final consideration. Several other PFAS-related bills are up for consideration during the 2020 legislative session. Senate Bill 414 and House Bill 1338 seek to set state-level maximum contaminant levels for PFAS and two other chemicals. House Bill 1357 calls for the testing of Lake Michigan for a series of pollutants, including PFAS. Only HB 1189 gained any traction among lawmakers.